welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. Hi. Oh, hey, how's it going? Hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you trying to interrupt doesn't really help during the through the you know the Zoom call. Tear me stuff. apart, Lisa. <laughs> well, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm here with the model, the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, uh, I was going to say something in another language that I just realized I don't speak another language. Okay, good, good effort. You know, you know, you, you, you try to do what I turn to, and that's just try speaking regular English. Um, I figured I should master that first. I, yeah, I'm still trying. I'm still trying. And let's not forget the marquee of No Cell Entertainment, Mike Booble. Corey's not entirely true. You are fluent in uh, Carney. Oh, that's true. And model knees. Model, model knees. knees. Yeah, because he's a model. The doy. That's true. Hmm. I learned everything I... under the learning tree of Wee Wee Ricky Martel. So, so Joe, how do you say uh, banana peppers and model knees? Mm, it's I. I don't speak it. I only understand it. Much like Carney, it's a closed language, so I can't tell you guys. <laughs> so, guys, uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> what do you guys, yeah, so, uh, thank, thank you, Cody. Um, CM Punk's been in the WWE for about one week. He'd made a, he did a pro- promo on Raw, and it is a 50-50 on the, what people thought of it. Mr. Well, right. That's about the right. I, that's about the right rating. I was gonna ask you guys because I could. I I didn't watch it, but I have heard multiple varying opinions on said promo, uh, yep. ranging from greatest promo ever because God Himself was talking to us, that's down much. to <laughs> worst fucking promo I've ever heard. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Uh, and various points in between. And I was going to ask you guys, because I figured you guys at least watched it. Uh, what's actually going on here? Um, it was okay. I think I saw something that it might have, might have been cut for time. Some of oh, it, it was. It was yeah. cut. <laughs> and it was okay. Like, I'm not, it's not the greatest. It is pretty, it was not, you know, it was pretty bad, but it's not like one of the worst. It's just the simple... <coughs> You know, uh, you know, I'm back. Deal with it. You know, two things. So I think I was like, it's he's sort of a victim of his own success, right? Because it's CM Punk with a microphone, so people expect a lot. And when it under delivers, even if it's not a bad promo, uh, it's noticeable. But I think it partly or mostly under delivered because it was cut for time. I don't think he should have opened Raw, uh, but putting him in the last segment was also not the right call. Because if anything goes long, which just it tends to happen on live television, uh, that's the segment that has to get cut the most. And so when he walks out there with six minutes before the show goes off the air, it's not a lot of time to get anything across. So it was a very, it was a very basic babyface promo. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm not even, and I'm not even sure if that's the direction they're gonna go with him yet. And so it was a very, 
uh, sort of like a how do I want to put this like a like a like a live event send the crowd home happy kind of promo like nothing of note happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it was you know like and like he was so short on time like he couldn't even like milk the entrance and the chant to see if to get it started. He had to just tell people essentially to be quiet so he could talk because he did not have time. It was weird formatting for the show yeah yeah it someone made a like a meme about how like mjf when they first started their battle their promo feuds basically the way mjf <coughs> mocked him for like when you go back you'd be like your promo start with hello generic town <laughs> he didn't do that but it was kind of that it, had it that, was kind uh, of like that yeah it had that feeling yeah like I'm it's awesome to be here. You know, whoever I'm facing is a bad guy. Stuff stuff like that, like what he mocked him with, that's how it felt. Which is why it was surprising that he wasn't on SmackDown. You would thought like they would essentially kind of do a, a give him a redo. Oh, yeah. That's this week. Of, I know they're going to wait a week, which is cuz he's not even on Raw tonight, I heard. It's it's interesting. They're it's it's interesting. I don't know. So underwhelming promo, and then not even on the show this week. That's not the best way to start this. Not great. I remember like AEW did that. Like he had that great debut, like the, when he showed up the first time on Rampage, and then he wasn't there for like two weeks, which was weird. Um, uh, I I know why they didn't put him on SmackDown last week because that was all about the Randy Orton drama of where he's going to sign. Which I'm fine with. I'm like, I'm fine, and I'm fine. I was fine with Randy Orton opening the show last week. I thought, like, for that crowd, it's a bigger deal that Orton was back. Plus, you don't want Orton to have a road rage. Well, I was going to ask you about jacked. that as well. Like, <laughs> I didn't watch it, but they said the the pop for Punk wasn't that big on Raw compared to Chicago, of course, because that's that's a different well, animal. No. Yeah. But and it made me think of something else that I had never thought of until now. Is he going to be a big deal in WWE? You have to think this current WWE fan base is a new fan base. And he was long gone by the time this fan base became attached. Mm-hmm. Is he going to mean that much to this base, really? Uh, Probably not initially, but I think he's talented enough where he can be. He can make himself mean Something like he, like if people are delusional and think he's gonna mean what he meant in 2011, they're out of their fucking mind. Um, also, he's not just gonna like shit on AEW openly. Like that's not what they do. That's not. Well, he can't. Well, he can't anyway. Well, he can't. And like it's, I mean, the 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 it's been true in every aspect of business and wrestling. Like number one doesn't shit on number two. It's the other direction. This company itself is guilty of it. Like, they didn't mention WCW until WCW beat the living fuck out of them for 80 weeks. They were talking about them all nonstop. As soon as Sean Waltman came back, and then three weeks later they beat them in the ratings and never looked back, they stopped talking about them. Like, yep. It's what it's what happens. Like, I mean, there'll be, you know, vague references because you'd be stupid not to, but he's not just going to cut a 20-minute pipe bomb <laughs> on fucking Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. That's not going to happen. So people are well, having, I think people legally, have misguided expectations. <laughs> well, between that and the NDA, he can't say anything, so it's not going to bother matter anyway. Um, but yeah, it was it was underwhelming for sure. I mean, so I watched it, I was like, ah, uh, for sure, I was hoping for more. For 
sure. Um, so it's a little a little disappointing, but I think he was uh, weirdly enough overshadowed a bit by the Orton return, which was weird because like when he came back, like he overshadowed Adam Cole's even surprise return to AEW. Well, I think it's, it's, I thought it was uh, weird that he overshadowed oh, right. Orton, which is weird. Well, I think simply it's what I just alluded to. I think for this WWE Rabbit fan base, Randy Orton's a mm. much bigger deal than CM Punk. And I was thinking about this listening to him talk. They don't know him. And through his fault, other people's faults, however you want to put the blame, he's in a – this is an awkward character to get over, right? Because he left. In a very volatile fashion, the first time in WWE, uh, said some things that he, he probably regrets. <laughs> oh, I doubt <laughs> at least it. partly. I at least partly. He, played, he probably regrets himself. part of it. Um, and then when he went to AEW, I mean, put all the blame on WWE for all the issues that he had. Now left AEW, went back to WWE. It's a, it's a, it's an awkward promo to cut. Which is why giving him six minutes to try and figure it out probably wasn't great. You probably needed to get a little more time. I just want to know how uh, he's going to work with that doctor who still works there. Uh, probably not at all, would be my guess. Probably have his own medical <laughs> position. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh, he has his own. Yeah, yeah probably not at all. <laughs> uh, I actually, I, I wish I could remember who said it. Honestly, because I want to give somebody credit, I think it was LaGreca from Busted Open, which is gross. But... I saw the clip of him talking about it. I hope he goes like corporate kiss ass Triple H punk and he just goes uber heel. That's what I want. I want what Cody is, but but the heel version. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with him. Yeah, it's weird. It's like the only the only thing like I know in my mind it's him and Rollins at Mania. Like that's the idea. You know. No, the idea is him and Rollins and Rumble. Yeah. We're, okay. Plot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, Joe, have you not seen what they, the, the dream jizz in their pants matches for Mania? Yeah, they for want him? him in Austin and Mania. They want him in Austin. Yeah, that ain't happening. Oh, then, Which then, I don't want. I don't want then, even a little bit. And then you piss off Kevin Owens because that was his dream. <laughs> and then you like, you know what? See, you know, Owens, you had a good one with him, but let's do the same scenario, but this time with CM Punk. Got it. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I don't want that at all. That would be terrible. Uh, even if it happened, Austin would work harder to make sure KO had the good match. He likes him more. Yeah. Not that he dislikes Punk. It's just he really likes Owens. Um, Like a, but, a lot. Like they both came, like him and Orton both came back. Like, so you, you have two giant stars. You have to try and like plug in immediately to a crowded roster, right? Because like Roman and Brock aren't even back yet, so like when they come back, that's that's a loaded main event scene. They both can't be heel and face; they got to have one or the other. So like, I think they're trying to figure out on the fly what they want to do. They've kind of figured out Orton's plans for the future, so I think Punk will be next. But Rumble's going to be loaded because it'll be Roman, Orton, and Rollins, Punk mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. Rumble. Who wins With the two rumbles? Ro- but see, With and two that, rumbles. Would, that would sh- that would make it look like Cody's got to win the, the rumble if the, all that star power is in the title matches. Who the fuck else would win it? I mean, that'd be two in a row, right? Because Cody won last year. Yeah, unless they're really yeah. gonna go all the way with Yeet main event Jay Uso. 
Oh Christ! Jesus Christ! I, again, they're a year late behind Fuck. that. You know, they're a year yeah, behind just, on all that. Shocking! Shocking that so, they missed the boat by a year. So, just as a as a quick hypothetical, right? I'm gonna give them all the whatever in the world. So they get Roman and Rock. Just the hypothetical, right? And somehow they get Austin Punk. What the fuck do you do with Cody? Did he just get fucked out of any match that matters on WrestleMania? I think Punk's going to try to fuck him out of it. That's what I think. See, I think Cody and Punk is mania. I think Cody and Punk is the mania match. Uh, That's what it should be. It's got to be Roman and Cody. Finish that story. Unless they do a really good job in the next two months. Unless they do a really good job in the next two months, Punk being in the title match at Mania doesn't mean shit for this audience. Yeah, I don't. I said the same thing AW. He doesn't need the title. Like it, he's an attraction without it. It just takes away from yeah, but, other, everybody else who could benefit from the title. Yeah, but he wants his Mania main event, and that means title match. He never got. It doesn't need. He never got the Mania title match, and that he never got the Mania main event, and that's one thing that's pissed him. Oh. And he should get one, but I don't think with with it him being CM Punk, I don't think it has to be a title for a main for a night one main event. Depends on who it is, I guess. But if it's just a Punk like Orton match or something like that, then who cares? That's the way. Someone's gonna get fucked, and I don't know. Yeah, I have a bad feeling. I have a bad feeling it's gonna be the guy that doesn't deserve it that yeah. gets fucked. Cody's going to get rear-ended here. Yeah. He's yeah, a, you know, I also, think, yeah, LA Knight wasn't even on the show. Like, Yeah, I <laughs> think he is. He, he already jobbed a Roman. He's he's pretty much over. Yeah. That yeah run is done. You should have heard Triple H talking about him leading up to the Crown Jewel match. <laughs> that'll, that'll tell you everything about their plans for Austin or for LA Knight. It was like, well... He's getting a little old, and it's amazing he's been able to get this far this run, so we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> well, geez, I fucking, that's code for, well, we didn't even want him this far, but we'll sacrifice him for you if it makes you happy. Uh, you got that Zack Ryder treatment. Yep. You know it. For everybody that thinks Triple H is going to be like the magical, like, anti-Vince, he learned under Vince. What he wants is going to be what he does. Regardless of what the fans think, that's how they do it. Um, Don't forget, he might, he might give were, him, he might give it longer than three three weeks though. So they were that. low key pissed the pandemic ended because they loved Thunderdome. They could manipulate yeah, they could, everybody. Yep. <laughs> they loved it. Well, that's what they're. That's the Vince that's was what trying to trying figure to, out a way to keep it. That's what they're trying to say. You know, that's what they're doing with. Uh, Dom with the crowd noises, you know? Oh, yeah, that stuff is crazy piped in. It's so obvious. Just let him be fucking, I don't know. Just let the crowd. Don't, I, I, I hate sweetening on a live show. It's one thing if it's taped and you can do it right. But the crowd yeah. sweetening on a live show, it, it's horrendous. It sounds terrible. It takes you out of it. It's like, ugh. Yeah, and it That's doesn't match the pitch in the arena. Like, it's clearly yeah. different audio. Because, like, yeah. every arena has its own acoustic, you can tell. And when they – because, like, I noticed it in every single pop that anybody got on Raw. Like, Orton got it. Cody got it. Punk got it. Like, the, the they piped in chants for everybody. 
and none of it matched the crowd. Yeah. I mean, it's they've like done they, it forever. It's it's yeah. nothing new, but man, they used to be so much better at it, or I guess. Remember, remember that one? Remember the time they did? I think it was a SmackDown that they had. They piped in the noise. They did like one of those things of like they panned over somebody and the crowd popped, but then all of a sudden you can hear Michael Cole on not yeah. on SmackDown promoting like John Cena or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, Steve, <laughs> how hard are you even trying at this shit? <laughs> You forgot to take uh, the fucking audio out of it. The same person who edited that edited out DDP's music on the war stories. <laughs> right. God they just damn. they did it once and then just stopped trying afterwards. <laughs> oh, I wish they. Oh, I gotta tell you this before I forget it. I was like, I I watched another show trying to get the 2023 re, uh, done and Booker T on on commentaries. The gift that keeps on giving. All right. So this guy's coming down. I think it's Wesley. He's coming down, right? And he jumps onto the top rope to like do his salute to the crowd. And Booker just goes, "Oh yeah, what? Oh, shooky ducky, altered state." And then it starts laughing. What? Yeah, I had to rewind it. I'm like, what? What? Didn't Wait. make a lick of sense. Wait, hold on. Did they show Booker on camera doing this? No. So. What are the odds that they just have a Booker T soundboard? And made it sound as incomprehensible as like live Booker T? Yes. Because I was like, what the fuck does Altered State have to do with anything? And why are you laughing like a jackass right after it? <laughs> what, what is happening here? That's like, <sighs> Corey, that is the greatest tweet that's never been a tweet. What the fuck does Altered State mean? And why are you laughing like a jackass? Send tweet. <laughs> Like fucking hell! <laughs> Maybe he found out it was like a free, uh, free appetizer on the fucking TGIF uh, fucking Grubhub thing. <laughs> Jesus! Hey, do you guys know we have a wing stop in town now? Yeah, I just what? found that what? out. What? Yeah, yeah, it's, over, out uh, it's out ninety nine. Yeah, it opened like a week ago or something. <laughs> I drove by it and I'm like, does that say wing stop? Yeah, yeah, it does. Apparently, it's very small. And chaotic as fuck once it's busy, but yeah, we have a wing stop. Who yeah. knew? Oh, it's, off, it's uh, on like whatever River Road. I use, like DoorDash or some shit. Yeah, so like I if like, you Google it and like do the Google Street thing, it still shows like Seven Eleven or something, whatever it was. It's small. <laughs> That's it's a not even the wing stop yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Okay, I, I I think I literally just drove by it today. Yeah, probably. Like, you know. Yeah, probably. I don't even know. I've been wanting to try a wing stop, so that's a good thing. Um, altered stage. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite what is was the ooh, ooh, ah, 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 ducky. He's. Thought maybe he was having like anal fissures or something. I don't know. <laughs> so Joe, title of this yep. episode: Why are you laughing like a jackass? I was thinking, yeah. what is altered state? That'd be fair. Yeah, like I don't get me wrong. Why are you laughing like a jackass is a good one, but that's a pretty long title. What is altered state? Yeah, question mark. Oh, it, it's short. If it's short, if you write it in Model E's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why? Okay, <laughs> maybe I'll look into that one. <laughs> Where's uh, is uh, this uh, his uh, is altered state? Mazine. 
Jack, jackass. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got. So, uh, Corey, you brought this up. Uh, there's uh, some uh, Okada news. Yeah, yeah. His contract is up end of January, January 31st. And uh, look, he's probably going to resign with New Japan. They're going to offer yeah. him everything they could possibly give him. Maybe but, they um, <laughs> but Japanese wrestling has not bounced back fully from COVID. COVID did damage to a lot of businesses in Japan. And wrestling is one of them. Uh, it has not mm-hmm. fully recovered. Terms of fans back, uh, back to where it was rocking and rolling. So he's, you know, he's what? He's 36 now. You know, looking at possibility of getting some good money. But he's, I would expect him to stay. Um, Because for him to leave, it would literally be the, I mean, he's like the biggest star in Japan. It'd be like Antonio Inoki deciding to go to WWF. Like, Real, real talk, if he left, does that company stay in business? It stays in business, yes, although <clears throat> what kind of business? That's like, debatable. Is who's, it, the is number, it, is who's the number two person there after Okada? Uh, we don't want to talk about that, because hmm. that was Osprey. <laughs> oh, and he goes... Ouch. So who's who's number three? Uh, Jay White. Oh wait. Uh, oh, so four. So so again, if Okada leaves, is that still a company? They have talent, so yes, it's a company. But boy, it's it changes a lot because yeah, they've got quite the young group of guys coming up. Like in the next two years, they have six or seven guys who have come back and are going to be stars, but they're Mm -hmm. not quite ready yet. And the older they're old. I mean, they're, I mean, you're not, and I'm not talking Okada, but you're Tanahashi's Naito's Ishii's. Mm -hmm. They're all in their forties and and winding down. Okada is still in his prime. So he's definitely important. Like, like if Okada leaves, like, for the next two years, did this company just essentially turn into an indie where they hot shot with like um, known American names? I mean, in worst case scenario, that could happen, but I think they've got the business infrastructure and they're owned by a big company to where they wouldn't be like it, a, an indie indie. They would still be New Japan, but they would be without gigantic stars. I would say, I don't think a uh, bullet club can, uh, you know, carry the load. Yeah, yeah I don't think the David you know, Finley is going to make the difference. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm looking at Wrestle Kingdom right now, and I'm like, Shingo, you have Tama Tonga, who I think is a free agent, will be a free agent. Now he's uh, over 42. Yeah, Desperado. Junior heavyweight. Time Bomb, over. junior heavyweight. Junior heavyweight. Then you have your, you know, the... Um, um, Bullet Club, War Dogs, Connors, and uh, Coglin. Yeah, but that, they're, they're, I mean, they're a tag team at best. Basically, yeah. you're waiting for uh, Yoda Suji, Yuya Yuramura, Rinderita, Shota Umino, guys they've brought back and are ready. You just have to get them to the point where they're what they're going to be because they are all going to be main eventers. 
They're just I, not I, there yet. And I keep forgetting that Goto's on Yoshi uh, Hashi watch. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you know, Saber Junior versus Tanahashi. Osprey. I mean, it it changes everything if he leaves. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Because um, the uh, I would say the other big bigger matches right now is Osprey versus either Moxley or Finley. Probably be both Finley. It's a three way. Oh, it's a three way. Okay. Yeah. I I didn't look right and see saw three way. Then you have Danielson and Okada, and then Naito and Sonata as the heavyweight. Yep. So it's is Naito and Sonata in the Rock Hogan spot with Triple H and Jericho? Absolutely. Like, you're going yeah, after yeah, Danielson rough. and Okada. <laughs> Everybody cares about Danielson and Okada. Then it's like, oh yeah, there's a title match. So because Ouch. they're not going to change, they're going to make the main event the heavyweight title, right? They don't change that. They changed it one year by fan vote. And it didn't go over that well for the guys. I don't think but they're going to they, do that again do it. because it's Okada and Danielson. Yeah, they're going to, it's going to be rough. Now, having said that, what might not hurt them so bad is if he signs with AEW because he could still go over and work big shows. Which I, um, my, my guess would be he would. Uh, but, I mean, that's why uh, Triple H is no dummy. And surprise, surprise, that's why he's been pushing Shinsuke the last couple months. He's using Shinsuke's recent push as a way to show Okada that they don't treat the Japanese wrestlers like, uh, well, like Tajiri anymore, where he just doesn't speak English and spits mist in people's faces. Well, as long as you don't. Yeah, they have Asuka do that. Just, I was like, just don't worry about Asuka. Just don't look at Asuka at all. And then. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know what? Well, yeah, you might yeah. want to go to WWE to get that, you know, because you still, you want, you want to be the main event of WrestleMania. Um, I think he speaks decent english um, like not great can you imagine but, if like so that would be interesting right like so just he leaves new japan right he has a crazy match with daniel santa kingdom he leaves can you imagine him versus cody at wrestlemania there's a good cody match for you it'd be a good cody match uh it'd be a good mania match for cody they could do tons of stuff with okada i just don't yeah I don't know. I just I can't imagine a world where he's not in New Japan. So I think I'm guessing he'll stay there out of loyalty, if nothing else. He could make more money in the other places, most certainly. But um, uh, you never you know. You know we need gentlemen. You know what we need. We need boots on the ground covering the story. If only we had somebody. That's true. Yeah, where the fuck is that guy? What's that dude? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I think his name was. Used to hang, uh, used to hang out El with Jefe. El Jefe the Sensei, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, maybe that's why, maybe New Japan, maybe that's why they've been secretly courting personally Noah's big star, Keito Kiyomiya, by having them both in the G1 and the Tag League currently going on right now. Um, so check this out. This guy, he does the G1 Climax this year for, for New Japan, even though he's from personally Noah. And to do so, because they all do... Uh, G1 type uh, tournaments around the same time of year. All Japan, NOAA, and New Japan. Makes sense. So he 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 pieces out on his own company's G1 type <laughs> tournament when yeah. he's by far the biggest star they have left in business is not great to do the G1. And then they only give him four points and he's a fucking not in thought after like Ouch. the sixth day. Or he would have like. And somehow he comes back to do the World Tag League this year right now in New Japan instead of doing the NOAA tag. <laughs> and again, they've got like four points. 
And he would have for sure won the Noah tournament, right? If not won, he'd have been like in the finals, finals. or maybe yeah. like elimination night. You know what I mean? Like he would have been a huge cog in the machine. And he's over here doing jerk jerk duty for like fucking <laughs> Gates of Agony in the World Tag League. Who's his uh his partner? He's another one of the New Japan uh, young lions that is actually doing his excursion in Noah with Kiyomiya. His name is Ryohei Oiwa. And they're pretty good. He That kid's going to be something, too. They have a lot of young talent that in a couple of years is going to be something. It's just they got to get there first. You, know, you can't rush it if they're not ready to be the guy. We've all seen what happens when you try to push someone who's not quite ready to be the guy to be the guy. Awesome theory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at you. Hey, I don't know what you guys talking about. He had a a fan jump out or at him at a house show. Now that was Grayson Waller, I thought. They're they're a tag team, so I just assume they're all the, they're all the same. Womp. <laughs> that tag team I'm imagining that tag team is like why am I seeing just a picture of like boiled yogurt? I don't know. <laughs> white curdled. <laughs> Like, nothing happening. Like, um, let me, where is it? I'll, I'll just bring this up now since it just came along and see, Corey, what you think. That, uh, AEW released, uh, Kevin Sullivan, the vice president of post production. Yeah. They released him? They, yeah. Oh, Taskmaster? Wow. No. Not Taskmaster. Oh. He's the no other relation. I don't care. He's been, he's done like post-production work for goddamn every wrestling company. Yeah, he came from WCW, TNA, WWE, and AW. I guess uh, that's weird. Hm. Yeah, they, they let him go today. Or Well, yesterday. I wish they'd let go of a couple of other people they brought over from WWE, too. In the back, and not necessarily on camera, but behind the scenes. Because I noticed when they brought all those guys in, is when fucking Dynamite started looking like goddamn Raw. Yeah, a little, yeah, it's, a it's weird, right? Like, because they brought—I the, can't remember that guy's name. I know who you're talking about, like the main dude. Um, Jimmy so Jacobs. Like, no. no, the hope was that they would—he would just improve the production quality, not turn it into fucking. Sports entertainment. Raw wins. He exactly. went the wrong direction. And that's exactly what they've done. And it's like, God damn it. You were the chosen oh, I almost, one. I almost lost it when I fucking turned on uh, fucking full gear and saw the LED fucking ring mat or the ring uh, skirt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, so uh, Joe mentioned, who did he just mention a minute ago? Well, uh, we were talking about Austin Theory. It just, I don't know why this, this linked. So I was on WWE's YouTube page earlier. And you know they had they just had like full matches or whatever. Yeah. I just, this was on there. I don't know why they put this on there. For the Intercontinental Title match, Roman Reigns versus Jason Jordan. What the fuck? That I, checks out. That I don't know out. who the fuck decided to put that on the internet. Hey, you know what you people know have what? been wanting, right? Hear me out. Here's Jason a Jordan Roman. <laughs> Here's a hidden gem. I mean, it's got it's got eighty five thousand views. Well, well it's got that... fucking Roman Reigns in it. 
Well, Grand Theft Auto 6 just trailer got leaked, so they just released it, and that's over 15 million in two hours. I mean, that looks fantastic, by the way. I watched the well, trailer. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard, one of these things I'm, is more important than the other. Um, so hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick, so I'm looking at it. So that one, that match I just said, Jason Jordan and Roman Reigns. My God. Corey, when the fuck would that have been from? He hasn't wrestled in forever. 2000, 2017 Raw. Jesus. So, full match from Tribute to the Troops, Drew McIntyre versus The Miz has 64,000 views. What the fuck? This is, I mean, this is the problem I have with WWE. Even back in 2017, they were stupid because Jason Jordan had size, right? So, he's yep. got to be Kurt Angle's bastard son when Chad Gable's <laughs> literally sitting right there tagging with Jason Jordan. Like, this literally Chad Gable, goddammit. Like, if you had to pick one of them to be Kurt Angle's bastard son, and which one would it be? Hmm. Hmm. What's behind door number one? Nope. Nope. How about two? You know what? Let's go back to one. Let's go back to one. Oh, well. I know where they're going with Punk. Huh? I know where they're going with Punk immediately. Where? Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan? (laughs) No. no, Apparently, uh, McIntyre cut a promo. And uh, he is taking shots at Punk. So that's where they're going first. Interesting. Oh, that's a Styles clash that I'm not too sure is going to... It's going to be rough. (laughs) It's going to be rough. So I forgot to ask when we were talking about Punk. Punk's first match is Rumble. Nothing, no Raw, no tag. Oh, we don't know about that. Do you think it would be I wouldn't. Or get him on Raw. pay-per-view at least. Yeah. But I don't know, though. I mean, if you want to make this new crowd that may not be super knowledgeable about CM Punk, you might want to get him out there once or twice. And, like, I mean, I said this at AW that he wrestled too fucking much, but apparently he likes to do it. So it's he just likes to do it. I just I think it's counterproductive to his drawing power. But, you know, if he wants to do it, I guess go nuts. but But he's in WWE now, dude, where I think we can all agree you don't need to have drawing power. The brand is the drawing power. That's fair. Yeah, and yeah. also I don't think a main event Jay will be winning the Rumble this week this year since he's the title, <laughs> taking having a title match tonight to eat, eat and lose. Oh, eat! I don't get it. Just so you know, you know, the, you know, the joke is how the grass is greener on the other side, um, and you know, AEW is supposed to be the you know place to be. Well. Not to some people, as QT Marshall is leaving after the end of the year, fulfilling his uh, dates and stuff that he needs to be done. Then he's out, and then the Hardy God Boys. Damn, Joe. You sounded like you were reading it straight from a website. Nope, off top of my head. And oh, wow. the Hardy Boys uh, are not so happy. Joe, Joe is that professional. Thank you. Uh, first of no, all, the, I, grass is, the grass isn't greener on the other side or your side. The grass is greener where you water it. First of all, my grass is not green, so. Second of all, the QT Marshall thing's been coming a long time. Uh, One, because he lost a lot of his power when Cody left, because he's a Cody guy. Number two, and he's just like every other wrestler in this regard, so it's nothing new. But he thinks he should be a superstar. He thinks he Mm. should be a heavily pushed, maybe even level guy, because he thinks he's got what it takes to do that. Which, I mean, that's that's the mindset you should have, but he doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> but that's not why he was brought in to begin with. 
And yeah, he's always been a good worker and he's got good charisma and he can cut a promo. But where they've used him and where Ring of Honor used him, which is the same exact place, lower mid-card, is pretty much where he belongs. Let's just call off spade a spade. I mean, he would fit in the list we're going to do later on. Yeah, yeah. He's talented at what he does. He's good at it. And he's a good hand. He's really good at, yeah, he's a good hand. And he was really good at some of the stuff behind the scenes. Uh, helped a lot. So a lot of people are upset he's leaving. But it's not exactly a, a mystery. Not to mention with oh. Cody leaving and um, MJF getting a lot of power, the Pat Bucks and those guys from the Creator Pro side, those are the guys that have taken over what QT and the Nightmare Factory power mm-hmm. had in the back. I mean, started. it's it's been the same with every company in the history of wrestling, right? When Triple H got power, look who got jobs. Shawn yep. Michaels and Road Dog, like yep. it's well, the exact same in every company. <laughs> it, it it's like the thing with like with a uh, Marshall Marshall, you know. Yeah, it's Marshall, right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, it's yeah. QT Marshall. That um, he <laughs> is, he's doing the Jeff Jarrett trope in Triple A, and you know, Mister USA, and you all beneath me. And I think he's like the Triple A champion down there. Well, he lost the belt. Oh, did he? Okay, I knew. Yeah, uh, I knew. Yeah. So, but you know, him going down there, you know, I'm number one down here. But when he's in AEW, it's hey, we're going to go do QTV, and oh god, you know, well, I got that, news for that you. That's been shown since then for a while. He, uh, if he thinks he's going to go to WWE, it ain't going to be for in ring work. I got news for <laughs> you, Cody. <laughs> Cody might have enough stroke to get him like an agent job, maybe if they need uh, him at that. I. Where he should be is at the performance center. That's yeah. like, yeah. For, for better or worse, and whatever you think of their talent, like he was responsible for bringing in a lot of the younger talent when AEW started, right? So whether or not they lit up their potential or whatever you want to say happened, he was responsible for, for helping fill that roster. Now, you, could always, you could always use a veteran like that who can help train and mold somebody into a TV worker. And QT and Marshall would, would be phenomenal at that. He would be great in the performance. And that, because, by the way, is a job for life. Oh, yeah. Just ask Terry Taylor. Look, look at, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, God damn it. Matt Bloom. Yeah. Good old fucking A-Train. Ask him. Ask Norman Smiley. Ask Terry Taylor. Mm-hmm. They're all still down yeah. there. And QT Marshall would be great at that. Because not only could he do the in-ring teaching, but unlike Norman Smiley and unlike A-Train, he can cut a promo. Right. So teaching them how to do that would be helpful. I, so, I mean, I hope Cody gets him a job because he would be beneficial to them. Just not like where he wants to be. Yeah. And if he really wants to be a wrestler, then you're not signing WWE. Be on the independent. And I think... I mean, that's not exactly lighting the world on fire. Yeah, and he's, you know, his name is not um, Cody Rhodes yeah. in 2017, so he's not getting that my, kind of paycheck. <laughs> my guess, and this was just my internal thought, because I know how the wrestling business works. If you've got a high-paying job doing that at a place and you quit, the only reason you quit is because you know you've got a high-paying job doing something like it elsewhere. I mean, that's fair. That's my thought process. And I got, like, did he quit or did his contract run out? His contract ran out, and he decided not to re-sign. 
Okay. Oh no, he resigned. He put in a resignation. Oh, he did resign. Okay. Yeah, he resigned. He said he'd work through the end of the year, and then boom, he's gone. But it makes it sound like the way it was put out in the the in the, in the news is, is misleading, making it sound like they're caught with their pants down because he put in the resignation. It'll be done at the end of the year. There's already guys in place that have been doing most of his job for months, and that's why he's leaving. Because mm. his, his power went down when Cody left, and it never picked up again. Not that he was not important. He was incredibly important. But they just have their new guys in place that are doing it under the current MJF regime. And so, his guys are doing that. So if MJF leaves, then what happens? <laughs> oh, who knows, dude? And this... <laughs> The wrestling Jeff, do you know what? Been, I know, I know, I know what happens, baby. Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> ain't baby. he great? Smartest man in the room. God <laughs> damn it! That motherfucker's gonna own AEW before this is over. He knows what happens. <laughs> Smartest. He even worked Triple H last year. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, Got he did. The guys ain't he great? <laughs> ain't he great? He's gonna get a baseball team in Nashville. That's what's gonna fucking happen. Yeah, I mean, yes, he will. you know. I He's think already it's a part owner, to right? Sell it. Yeah, he owns the Magnolia team. Yeah. 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 Um, I've, I've decided there's nothing in this business Jeff Jarrett can't accomplish if he decides he wants to do it. I mean, he might fucking take over Warner Brothers Discovery at some point. You never know. <laughs> right. Slap <laughs> the old, you know, the old. He's gonna slap old Sazlav in the fucking face and replace him. <laughs> hit him with the old El Cabong. Like it's God one of those damn. things. It's like one of those things I. Uh, listen to another uh one of the podcasts I listen to that he shows up there and just makes fun of one like Greg Miller oh. that does the pre-show. Like oh. he just he just randomly show up on their podcast like all right listen to slap nuts and just like okay okay Jeff Jarrett you're on a gaming video game podcast right now. I love it when he does that. He just fucking commandeers people's podcasts or Twitch streams. Yep. Listen here yep. slap nuts. Exactly. So, uh, real quick I heard. Maybe the funniest joke I've ever heard in, in a long time, like on, on Cornette's podcast. They were bringing up uh, Jelly Roll. He oh was God. on wherever he was at. Survivor Series, it was maybe? Raw, wasn't it? it was Raw, Raw, wasn't it? It was Raw. And just out of nowhere, Cornette asks Brian if he was like, hey, didn't he join Ric Flair's family? God damn it. <laughs> Which, if you know, that is such a fucking funny joke. Oh, my God. That is so funny. <laughs> oh, God. Because he set it up so perfect. He's like, he's like a 400-pound dude from Alabama. Didn't he join Ric Flair's family? He, it time. crushed me. It crushed me. And they just didn't say anything. They moved on to the next topic. But, oh, my God. I died. Roll time. Oh, fucking hell. So you have Marshall leaving, and then you have the uh, Hardy Boys uh, talking about how, uh, you know, one feels like they're not being, they both feel like they're not being used. Uh, as someone who watches all the AEW shows, I have zero sympathy for the Hardys because I've watched <laughs> the last three matches on television. I can tell you why they're not being used. They're fucking <laughs> terrible now. They are abysmal. The last match I watched, there was a six-man on fucking Rampage. And it was so goddamn bad. Jeff Hardy couldn't run the ropes. He was falling off of them. 
And uh, this time, I don't think I don't think he was altered. Altered state. There it is. I don't. I don't think he was altered. He just fucking can't go anymore. He was falling off when he finally hit the Swanton. It took him seven years to get up there, and he fucking planted the guy he landed on. Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, that's all he that. does now. That's all he does. Yeah. That first Swantons, it's just him planting on someone. Matt could fucking hardly get up once he got down on the ground with his fucking bow-legged legs creaking everywhere and going this fucking way and that way. Matt hobbles <laughs> like a penguin. Goddamn Brother Zay doing the work of seven people out there trying to get this match not to fucking suck ass. Um, no. <laughs> you like, need to look in the mirror and realize why you're not being utilized anymore. Yeah. And Jeez. also, like, Jeff Hardy, like, is it dependable? Like, yeah. From, like, Dude, a legal under, standpoint. <laughs> a cat has nine lives. Jeff's on his, like, 57th. <laughs> yeah. And, Matt, your ideas suck uh, when they, you're left to your own device. You just start doing the delete shit again. Yep. Look, you're lucky you're getting a paycheck. And I'm sorry, man. Cody, Punk, Jade. I could see Ricky Starks going or whatever. If the Hardys... <laughs> honestly think the Triple H is going to be knocking down their door to sign them to a nice fat contract to come back mm-hmm. for one last run. No. They're nuts. They're they, nuts. He would they, sign they them might. to a Legends deal for the Hall of Fame. That's it. They want yeah. the Otani money. <laughs> um, yep. Give them, give them a good, give them a good uh, well, I feel contract, bad for Matt. like six months. Matt probably needs that Otani money or that wife of his will just ditch his ass once he's not getting it. I mean, it might improve his life dramatically if that happens. That's true. That's true. Because I don't remember him being this psycho before she showed up. uh, I mean, he had the, during the whole uh, Lita cheating on him with Edge thing, it was pretty bad. But yeah, it got worse. I mean, you know, (laughs) understandably in that that instance. It was terrible. dude. I'm like, what in the fuck? is happening here oh god damn it uh, listening to the two of them i was like you fucking you're fucking delusional well and then brit essentially is saying the same thing oh yeah brit baker oh uh, yeah um that so was is tough. that true has she not been on dynamite like as a, as a promo the entire year yeah wow of course so she's she forgetting was, she... well she's forgetting something uh, conveniently, uh, she <laughs> in an interview late last year, she herself said, and I'm not talking an interview on TV. I'm talking an interview she gave somewhere. Yeah, that she was looking forward to stepping back and letting the other women take the <laughs> highlight this year, so we can, uh, you know, get more people going. But now all of a sudden it's yeah, I haven't had promo time all year. I'm not happy about it. Well, she's getting that. Like, you know, she was go. she was with she was she she was with Jamie Hader, and then Hader got hurt, and they're like, all right, well, we got nothing for you. Sorry, you know, like if you want uh, everybody she was, else to sh- she was shine, kinda, and, she was kind of needed elsewhere, as in at home with Adam. Adam, um, I don't know. She's go one in. of their original stars, and she probably should be utilized more. But at the same time, I'm sorry, but when the bell rings, she sucks. So she's not great, Bob. I you know I don't I don't miss her if we're being honest I don't miss her and they don't I, even I have honestly a, they didn't don't know she was a, gone to be honest they don't have a great women's division anyway and I still don't miss her so yeah like they could utilize the star power but like 
she's not gonna improve the match quality. Like, I mean, can, you, can you imagine? Can you imagine an in-ring match between uh, Britt Baker and Sky Blue? Uh, the internet can. It wouldn't be good. And, and the internet has in many ways. Yeah. He says, so, hold on. Bit- speaking speaking of Sky Blue, hold on. Yeah. Did she literally respond to like Tony, like Tony Storm, like in character, saying that she's jealous because her ass goes viral every week? Yes, she did. Oh fucking Christ! So I my thing she's gonna is, have her tits out and stick the shoe up her ass. Yep. My thing is, in Sky Blue, she's she's not good. Uh, she's <laughs> the ass goes viral. That part's true, but she's not good. Uh, but they do have some bright spots. Julia Hart's made tremendous strides and is getting way over with the crowd. Yep. And Abaddon, who is that crazy freak-like woman <laughs> character, you know the like horror movie like character. Yeah. She lost a lot of weight and really worked on improving her in-ring and now she's finally back on TV so she looks like she might get a shot. So there's some bright spots, but that division sucks. I mean, Soraya is terrible. Fucking goddamn Britt Baker. Honestly, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but what they need to do is get the uh, Ring of Honor women's title off Athena and bring her back over to AEW. Fucking. At least she's better than They've reached that point. That's Death Times, brother. We are in trouble. (laughs) We lost the plot. (laughs) You know, I've been watching Ring of Honor, though. I have enjoyed one thing. She calls all her opponents porcelain hussies. I do enjoy that. Huh. She likes beating up on them porcelain hussies. But uh, uh, they need to, yeah, I don't know what to do. And then over in WWE, you've got the opposite problem. You've got a lot of talent, but you've got so much talent that just like the Hardys and all them, you can't find yeah. some of those women with a search party. Yeah. And it's like, well, Jesus Christ. But I mean, Raw is only three hours, so how could they possibly have more time? Right. <laughs> I mean, you can all, it's no rush. I mean, I watched Ring of Honor TV this week uh, because, and there's a, there was like six women's matches on there. Apparently, if you want to get on women's or TV, just go to Ring of Honor. <laughs> how long is their show? It differs from week to week. Depends on how much they they tape at the uh, Collision and Dynamite tapings. Like this week was unnecessarily two and a half hours long. <laughs> Not quite I remember sure one week. And they, and they take that after the shows, right? Right. Before and, before and after. Too, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. But like, I remember, I forget which pay-per-view it was, but they had like an ROH special, you know, Friday night, you know, streaming on YouTube. And they released the card and there was like 20, 20 matches. Like the, yeah, the, I, the buffer image was like, how do we have 20, like 15 to 20 matches on this? two-hour episode right it's like i don't know they just everybody not being used on dynamite and collision is now on ring of honor and they want to make sure they're all getting used hey ring um, of honor's uh pay-per-view is selling a lot well they've only announced like two matches and it's next fucking friday <laughs> yeah you, you, you don't worry about that yeah well oh, apparently okay. either i mean it's not even on pay-per-view it's only available on the honor club app that checks out. Like you can't even buy it if you wanted to. It's like nope. God, God, 
Wait, is like is the plan to go back to DVD sales? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know, but this was a weird one. So I'm like, yeah. I mean, I get it for the fan. It's a value. You have to you have to subscribe to Honor Club for the month for nine ninety nine. So instead of paying thirty bucks, you, you get the pay per view for the nine ninety nine for that month. Yeah, but they're just banking on you forgetting you subscribed. Exactly. That's exactly what's going on. How? How the fuck are they not on Max yet? Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, that's apparently, from what I read, that's the main sticking point for the new uh, the rights deal. Is that Jesus, Tony dude. has a Tony has a amount in mind that he wants for the streaming, and they're they're ho humming it. I think they want the streaming uh, added. From what I read, they kind of don't want to pay for the streaming. They want like included whatever deal they give him. Yeah, which is fucking insane. That's not. That's insane. No. That's not yeah. gonna work well. Uh, so that's that's the sticking point, but I'm sure it'll get worked out. Much like I saw the uh, Raw to Warner Brothers thing was shut down real quick last week. Yeah, yeah. When the Warner Brothers. It was Brothers a cute. It was a cute like rumor, but I mean. Yeah, they were like, no, Nick Khan called us in October, and we said <laughs> it. It feels like FX. It feels like this where to go. Yeah, if I had to guess, I'd say FX. I was kind of hoping that, just to see what happens, man. I'd love to see a streaming outlet get it, just to, just to see how it changes it. A look into the future, maybe. Like a like a Prime, maybe? Well, I know Netflix and Amazon Prime are both looking into Raw. They're, they're, they're both in talks. FX is the clear leader. And I would suggest they're going to get it. But those yeah. other two are at least in the running. And I'd love just to see what happens. I have so Prime, I so I wouldn't care. I have a question about the FX thing. So if they go to FX... So FX has a streaming deal next day for Hulu. Would the whole show be on Hulu the next day? I don't know how that would work. Because I I can't even remember why it's a 90-minute version now. Like, I'm not sure. I can't remember what the what the reasoning is for that. Possibly. Because, I mean, I, I never if thought I got, that. you know... If I can get next day, like, two hours and ten minutes of commercial free, I'll go ahead and watch that. <laughs> yeah, well, who wouldn't? Who fucking I'll go ahead and do that. <laughs> and think, if it's streaming, they wouldn't even have to have commercials, really. No. What blows my mind is I visited my parents today, and they were uh, watching a show. And I'm like, oh, are you streaming this? She goes, no, I recorded it. I'm like, you can watch it on streaming minus the commercials. And they're like, it's fine. I'm like, you, you disappoint boomers, me. Yeah. You they're boomers. Old. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I'm like, you can, you can just, you know, they're fast-forwarding through the commercials. I'm like, stop. Just stop. It's taken so long to get my dad to even use a Roku. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, just to let you know, uh, more news came in that uh, uh, WWE can't use the word, word yeet. Why? Uh, they, they, they tried to trademark it. 
Well, I mean, yeah, you can't. can't trademark yeet, but they tried. So now, uh, no, the word word yeet it will be no longer be associated with them. So much to tell the or... crowd. <laughs> yeah, because they did a promo. They did the promo for uh, him tonight, and uh, they had to blur it out on the promo. Oh my god! Shirt. So, oh no, it's it's like the World Wildlife Fund all over again. Did someone else? Eat. Did some rapper like uh, copyright it? And they didn't oh probably. Know. Oh probably. Yeet's Good. been around yeah. for so long, and I then... mean, oh yeah, it's not you're, a new name or not. You're not telling me word. Vince McMahon didn't know the origins of Yeet <laughs> or Triple H? Well, you can still get Yeet on. Uh, can I? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that uh, old Lemmy said Yeet in any of his songs, so Triple H had no idea. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no Motorhead Yeet and Yeeting. <laughs> Uh, you you can still get the shirt, and if I check tomorrow, it'll probably be gone. I can't say I'm heartbroken. I think he'll be I fine mean, without Yeet. Like it was a joke in a press conference, and the, like, Jesus God, watch him. Knowing this company, they'll watch him just kill his push because they can't use the word Yeet, or they make up a different word that sounds like it, and just be like, "What? Sleet? Sleet? Oh, this weather is sleet? Oh God." Don't you like this meat? Or maybe he can his character become can become a uh, fetishist and he can say feet, feet. Let me see though feet. God damn it! Yeah, yeah. You want wrestling crowds sticking their feet up? Yeah. No, no, I don't. (laughs) Feet up, feet up. You know what? I'm in. I'm I'm in. Let's do it. I can just imagine the crowd with their assholes in the air, with their feet straight up in the air. No. <laughs> no. Oh, God. What's you... happened to us? This this podcast well, has gone off the rails. We're it's having a better rough. time. We're having a better time than Sunny. Uh, well, she well, got what she deserved. I yeah. mean, yeah, she did. I have... I, you know what? Sunny screwed Sunny. I have yeah. no remorse whatsoever for that woman. Yeah, talk about someone I don't feel bad for at all. Not even a little bit. Not even oh, by the way, an ounce. I feel even worse now because she tried to use Chris Candido's dying as the reason she went downhill. Yep. Yeah, she said that, and then the reason why she gained weight was because of the inter- wrestling internet, internet fan base. Fuck that you. They picked on her and blamed her for the death and stuff like that. And just basically, I hope- like, the reason I gained weight is because of the internet. I hope you're miserable in prison and die there. It's 17 I mean, years, so. Yeah, so, like, if she serves the whole time, she would get out when she's, like, 67? Is she living to 67? If there's a god, no, she's not. So, you know, I don't know that we're going to see Tammy Sitch anymore. And I'm I expect okay if she if she does get out, she still has eight years probation after that. Right. <laughs> Fuck, dude. She's finally getting everything she deserves. Uh, she, I feel yeah, yeah. No sympathy. Yeah, she is fifty right now. now, so every she deserves every bit of it. Yep. No. What, a, what a in terrible story. human being. Right. Uh, we talked about it like like a couple years ago, right? She got arrested like three times in the span of like four hours. Yeah, some right, shit. yeah, like she was like stalking her ex boyfriend and shit. Like, and then broke letting her out. <laughs> uh. 
I'd have buried her under the fucking gel house. <sighs> Good riddance. Yep. As Green Day would say. I hope she hasn't had the time of her life. <laughs> Shout out to Seinfeld. First time I heard that song. Me too. Me too. Which and so like in my head, I always think of that as the finale, and it's not. That's what I always equate to the finale. Well, it would have been better. Would have been better. I mean, you're not wrong. Although I'll, that's my hot take. I'll go on to my dying day. They meant to have that bad of a finale because that's the total Seinfeld thing to do. Oh, for sure. It was (laughs) not good. It was not good. Why, that's the one show that wouldn't give you the nice, like, warm feeling at the end. It's that, no, that was never going to happen. Yep. You know what's a good, warm feeling? Uh, oh, be careful. Blue Chew. Are you going, going to, to a sponsor? Going to go <laughs> see Pow Pro Wrestling. Oh, okay. You want to get your tickets now for Silent Night, Violet Night, Saturday, December 16th. You oh. can go to powprowrestling.com or nosellentainment.com. But... Well, hold on, that, Joe, hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, oh. I do want to point out, I, that's what I was checking on earlier. Brian Zane still uh, has not made a ruling for justice for uh, Jonas. What are we doing here, Brian Zane? That's uh, fine. Now he's, that's now fine. he's being called out you, by other companies for his terrible being commissioned. Uh, oh, he's you're totally corrupt as power. What, what are, he's corrupt as hell. What are we doing here? What we're doing here is getting tickets for Pow Pro Wrestling Silent Night, Violent Night at powprowrestling.com. And no entertainment.com. But before that, the day before, on Friday the 15th through the 21st at the uh, Eugene Art House, you can see The Shining for Art House After Dark. You need tickets now for that at eugeneearthouse.com forward slash movie forward slash The Shining. Get your tickets now for both nights. Or get a get your uh, get a uh, ticket for. Uh, all every night for The Shining to see it over and over and over again, lose your mind like Nick, Jack does. So I know that clearly, like they're showing like cult favorites and like really like you know well thought of horror movies. Yeah, but I'm throwing my hat in the ring. We need to get some Blair Witch in this bitch. The original Blair Witch. Let's get it going. There you go. I say The Room, but that's just me. But you know, Not Joe, you would watch The Room on the Weather Channel. It's on YouTube, man. Let's go. It'd be a weird. Weird place to find the room, but yes. <laughs> I want to see oh, Tommy Wise so oh. do the fucking weather. Is what I want to see. Oh, oh, hi, Hurricane Mark. Here it comes. Oh, fuck. Ironically enough, back in the late 80s, for no reason uh, that nobody knows about, except for that Jeff Jarrett's dad is a genius, too, you could randomly find Memphis Television weekly on the fucking uh, on the financial TV channel. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. On a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. You're reading about stocks and bonds. All of a sudden, Jerry Lawler's putting a fireball in somebody's face while their ticker's at the bottom of the screen. I mean, it would liven up uh, fucking C-SPAN. There you go. That's uh, amazing. Goddamn. But, but you get your tickets now for both uh, The Shining and Papa Wrestling. Silent Night, Violent Night. Mr. Booble. Yeah. You brought this to our attention is who's right, Meltzer oh, yeah. or Alvarez? And me and Corey both know nothing about it. <laughs> well, it actually relates to what we were talking about a little bit earlier uh, as far as timing. Uh, so AEW has this 
let's call it not well let's call it a problem where they routinely run over the problem with that is that they're not letting the channel know ahead of time they're calling you know during the show or whatever to ask for more time which is common but if people who record the shows and this happens this happened to a bunch of people over many cable systems and streaming services is not just limited to one so the DVR cuts off, and so people are not seeing the end of the show on a weekly basis. It's been happening for quite a while now, routinely. Idiots. Yeah. So on. No, I meant the people. How do you, I, as a as a former DVR user, I mm-hmm. always, not just on wrestling shows, but I always had to go five minutes over. Just in oh, case. we're you're getting to the heat of the argument here, Shirley. I'm I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna break it down for you. So. On, I don't fucking know what to I don't listen to the podcast. On one of their damn shows, uh, Meltzer and Alvarez were having to talk about this. And essentially, it, it became an argument, which was hilarious to listen to, because they're both right and both wrong. It's funny. But essentially, the two sides of the argument are, Dave's argument is essentially what Corey said, is that uh, you can adjust your DVR settings. You can have it record a little bit later. Or you can just have it record whatever the next show is. Yeah. And it'll just pick up, right? It's a it's a solid, logical argument. Alvarez's counterpoint to that is that, A, uh, learn how to fucking format your show and just stop running over. Or if you know you're going to run over every week, then just have the network build in time. And if you don't hit the full 15 or whatever, fine. But also, his his other like counterpoint to Dave's point was that, that that like recorded the same show or whatever. It's fine if it's the same show every week. And his example he used was a good one. Like it's like if you could use SmackDown as an example, right? Like SmackDown like has to be off the air by ten because Fox local news starts. Yeah. But if there was gonna be a run over, you could if you just record Fox News, it's gonna be the same thing every week. It's gonna be news at ten o'clock. On TNT or TBS, it's always some random show or movie. It's never the same thing following the show, so you can't just blanket set to record. You just do the overrun. Just go five minutes over. And and I agree with that point. I also do agree they just need to learn how to format their shows better and stop running over. Like, that's a problem for them. Yeah, but I, I'm with Dave on this one. Just go over. But because I've... I've also, as a person who's used a DVR a lot, I've also noticed yeah. that like fucking primetime shows will cut off the ending. They don't quite get it in time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so just to play it safe. I, I, but I'm OCD about that shit. But also they're 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 learning uh, they're learning one of WWE's tricks from back in the day, and that's why I think they're having an issue with formatting. Is if you go a couple minutes over, even if it's not your scheduled time, uh, those ratings for the couple three four minutes that uh, people turned over to watch the accountant, um, they they get counted to your show because you're still on the air. Yeah, it's a, I mean it's a TV trick for sure. Yeah, but... it's it's an old it's an old trick. And I mean you know, particularly when TV ratings uh, TV deal time is coming up, anything you can do to to improve the numbers mm. by any fucking trick, they'll they'll, they'll use them. Like I think of yeah, the I, two, I'm probably on the side of Alvarez, which is gross for me to say. That makes me hurt in my soul. 
Yeah, I can't um, be able to sign an Alvarez, period. So. But I get Dave's point. But he also kept equating it to, like, he kept equating it to a sporting, like a sports broadcast, like if baseball goes into extra innings, whatever. And the counterpoint to that is that it's not sports. It's predetermined scripted wrestling. So, like, you know when the show should end. No, but he had a good point. It's, but if you're looking at it as a fan, uh, baseball could go over. So why wouldn't you just fucking schedule to go over? Not that you're expecting the wrestling to go over. But like I said, I would do it with every fucking show because I'm OCD. I don't want to miss the ending of a fucking show. So I would just always go five to ten minutes over on anything I fucking recorded. Joby. Yeah, I, 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 I do the what Corey was saying about like I do the five ten minutes past the normal amount of time and then like five minutes before because I've done I've recorded some things before and then it's like kicks in right right. At, after like, the intro or something, I'm like, wait, what just happened? Or a minute or two later, past what the intro yep. would be. So I learned like, it the hard did way. Did I miss something? You know, I learned it the hard way because Raw in 2002 would uh, be over at 11:05 on yep. Spike, and then CSI would come on. But Raw was always on till fucking eight or nine after. They never got off at five. Yeah, it's it's that you know. But yeah, it's it's to each their own, you know what I mean? Like some people just don't understand what to do and some people do. <laughs> no, I just let someone else worry about it and then uh, watch it later. Yeah. Well, I miss, you know, it, yeah, again, it's just like I'm not going to miss the once I miss something, I'm like, "All right, now going forward, I will record 5 minutes later or 10, you know." Yeah. 5 before at least 10 behind. Or 15 for sure, just to be the cautious. And so when uh, little Sheldon comes on, I could be okay with knowing the fact that uh, I didn't miss any of the ending to the 15-minute overrun. Joe's favorite show, Little Sheldon. Little Sheldon. When big, I, uh, big I like the fact I, – I know it. I can tell it's his favorite because it's called Young Sheldon. Damn it. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, so Corey's favorite show. Got it. I got uh, it. No. Got your ass. No, I it's it. not. But it's, but it's on Max, so I have to look at the fucking picture of it. You heard it here first, folks. Corey said it's better than MASH. Heard it here first. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I was going to say, now going back to the sports thing, when I used to have to work at uh, my terrible, terrible job I had that Mike knows all too well about back in the early 2000s. Drug dealer. And it was playoff baseball time. Yep. I would set that DVR to go at least an hour over if I was recording the baseball game. And if it's Yankees and Red Sox, you got to about the fourth inning. Yeah, right. Well, then I would just set the DVR to record for 24 hours straight, hoping I got the got at least to the top of the eighth. Because Jesus Christ, dude. Dude, I, you have no idea. As a hardcore like, Yankee fan, I I do not miss the Red Sox-Yankees rivalry. It's not the same nowadays because one, if not both teams, usually suck. Uh, yeah, but I don't miss it. Oh, my God, those were marathons. Like – Nothing fundamentally about the game was different. Why the fuck did it take so long? That's nobody knows. Like, yeah, you're right. It's like the innings didn't seem to go so slower. I don't know, man. At least now with the pitch clock, it wouldn't be that way, I guess. So theoretically. And they're bumping the, the pitch clock you know up another like four seconds. Coward. That's the that's the that's the challenge. Let's see 
if they just somehow managed to have such a longer game with the pitch clock. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on here? But Joe. Yo. I have a question. Yeah, that is. Are you going to set the DVR to go five or ten minutes over on this weekend's NXT deadline? Oh, transition, Jones. Thank you. And no. <laughs> okay. Hold, I, on. I, I, hold on. Hold on. Follow-up question. Are you going to watch NXT deadline? <laughs> uh, isn't college football on, I think? I don't know. Uh, Army, Navy, so no. No, so yeah, I, I will su- support my troops and not, you know, maybe watch it. No, um, I, I don't know, maybe, but I don't think so. Well, this is my new favorite part of what we do here is preview NST shows because <laughs> I only watch the main shows so I can rate them, and you guys don't watch any, and I barely watch any. So I want to see how many names we don't know, mispronounce, yeah. or think aren't real. Okay, so I have the card in front of me. This this feels like a play-at-home game. <laughs> right? It's the NXT uh, drinking game. It, so far, there's four matches. Okay. Seems a little um, skimpy for a PLE, but all right. War games. Even during the Triple H era. <laughs> uh, we have four matches so far. And, and I know we know both these people in the first match. I'll just get it over with. Uh, and the second match. CM Punk versus... Yep. <laughs> NXT <laughs> North American. North American Championship. Dirty Dom versus Wesley. That's still the fucking North American title feud. You got yeah. it. That shit started in the summer. Yeah, apparently. Uh, so I, if Wes Lee was standing in my living room, I have no idea who the fuck it is. I've heard the name. Apparently, oh. he had to win some multi-man fuckery because he wanted one more shot, which means he's winning. It's because the storyline is that he left after, uh, where is it? He, he left, left what? After, he left uh, in September. He left NXT and then he returned. And attacked Mysterio, and then got his title match where, in November. Where did he go? It wasn't where to the main fucking roster. He, left he went home. He lost he his just went home. Well, yeah, he, Jesus, he is booking. So. God yeah, damn it, lost, Sean! He, Sean. Wesley Corey, lost. Corey, his, go get your man. Guys, I'm, leaving, I'm reading the storyline into how this match happened. He lost <laughs> a match in September, then he let, went home because he says he's done. And then he returned in Oct- on Halloween Havoc Night 2 and then beat up Dom. And then he won a Fatal 4-Way just last week to be in this title match. Yeah, he's probably Done. winning. I can't believe they're just going to keep Dom in that belt. I mean, he's never on NXT barely anymore, is he? He just has no. the belt hostage. Yeah, he just shows up. I got to yeah. think Wesley's winning it back. All right. Which I like, put- I like Wesley. But surely, the with a roster of sixty people in NXT, you'll find someone else to put the belt on. Yeah, I'm a no sell that right. dog. Okay, <laughs> I mean butcher this name because I always do it, and then uh, uh, Corey fix helps me help hear, hear me out. Uh, NXT Championship. Uh, oh crap! I had it in my head. Oh yes, Ilya Dragunov. I had oh Corey. It. I, ah. had it. I had it. Yeah, I had it. Uh, versus Baron Corbin. Oh, so, sir, that's a uh, Baron Corbin. A uh, Baron Corbin. Covid. <laughs> Baron Covid. Baron Covid. <laughs> Baron Covid. Baron uh, Covid. 
Who'd have thought that'd be the name he'd have more trouble pronouncing? Yeah, I, my bad. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm higher on Baron Corbin than other people, but I'm not too sure that needs to be the NXT title picture. I mean, he brings out a mean glass of water. There you go. Uh, no, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> yes, no. All right. All right. And how, hold on. Like, hold on. How can Ilya Dragunov take that fucking beating that he did from Walter and get nothing out of it? How is he still in NXT? Because he's 4'8". Well, he's not that short. Not like he's, he's taller than Chad Gable. I mean, Chad Gable barely looked over Hornswoggle, if I'm being honest. Uh, trying to say they need a, a midgets division. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, how the fuck is he still in NXT? Like, what are we doing here? Like, Jesus Christ! Well, He's so good. The, He's remember so the fan good. theory? The fan theory that he was going to join Imperium, and he's like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> He's the fourth man. All right, and we have a. Wait, wait, hold on. Who's the champ? Is the ch- is Dragon off the champ? Yes, he yeah. is. So Corbin. So at least they got that like part. Corbin right. win, right? I mean, only if Ilya's moving up. Then sure, give Corbin the shot. Corbin, I feel bad for Corbin because he got fucking railroaded on the main roster with about three straight death gimmicks. <laughs> And then they demoted his ass to NXT when they surprisingly none of them got over. Wait, you mean uh, being happy or poor or rich isn't a good gimmick? Now when you make him do it the way he did, <laughs> being JBL's fucking bitch who never wins. And then he was uh, bum-ass Corbin to McAvee. Bum-ass Corbin was good. That was, was. a good story. He was, was good at it. Yeah. All right. So now our next match, we have a women's iron survivor challenge to determine the number one contender for the NXT women's championship. What? (laughs) A women's iron survivor challenge to determine the number one contender for the NXT women's championship. So I'm going to have you give us the rules, but I just want to let you know that you say iron survivor and I'm just seeing like Von Eriks and I'm thinking you say survivor. Is the winner the last one that doesn't off themselves? Yes. So here's the uh, here is the rules Ooh. to the Iron Survivor Challenge. Um, uh, where we go? Call Iron Survivor in the which none of the wrestlers are eliminated. There is one. Yeah, you know, there is one for each one. The rules are this: five wrestlers compete in the match, which lasts 25 minutes. Wait, Two at the rest- same time? No. Two wrestlers start the oh. match, which begins the timer, and then every five minutes, another wrestler enters with the fifth one entering with, with at the 15-minute mark. Each time a wrestler scores a pinfall submission or being a, a victim of disqualification, they gain a point. Points can be gained either uh, even before other participants have entered the, the ring. Um, a wrestler who is pinned, submitted, or DQ'd goes into a penalty box for 90 seconds. What the fuck? The winner of the, the match is dubbed Iron Survivor is the wrestler who scores the most points at the end and the 25-minute time limit. In the result of a tie, those who are tied enter a sudden death overtime. So basically, 
<laughs> it's a Iron Man match that has a yep. 20 minute time limit. Yep. And if you're the last couple ones in, you're at a fucking disadvantage because you can rack up pins from the beginning. Bingo. Uh, the Iron and Survivor then, Challenge. And if you combines... get pinned, you go into a fucking penalty box. Yep. It, it is okay. combines elements of championship, scramble, Iron Man, and Impact Wrestling's King of the Mountain matches. Jeff Shirt. Ain't he great? Showing so, his progress. This upcoming NXT, we have a fatal, two fatal four ways to determine the f- sp- final spot in each match. So in the women's match, I'll give you who's in it already. Let's see if you know them, all right? We have, I think we know, uh, you guys know her. Uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can hear her Mike's brain still trying to process the rules to that fucking match. I, I had to look it up to reread it, and it still doesn't make any fucking sense to me. That is, <laughs> yep. It's like Vince Russo took fucking Riddle in it and went on a bender <laughs> for 24 hours. What the fuck did you just read? <laughs> yeah, I can read it again if you want, but it's no, that's done. all right, man. Okay, that's all right. So in the match already, let's see if let's name them people. We have Tiffany Stratton. Okay, the Barbie. We know we know, we know the Barbie. We have Lash Legend. She's terrible. Yep, Blair <laughs> Davenport. Uh oh yeah okay from NXT UK yeah okay. yeah um Kalani Jordan. I'll take your word on it. Yeah, she she Wait, doesn't is even she have related a, to Jason Jordan. Uh maybe. Uh, she She's doesn't even have a Angel's Wikipedia. Bastard daughter. She doesn't even have a Wikipedia, so like she sh- she doesn't have a blue icon around her name to see her detail. God on damn, her she doesn't even have a Ricky page. Yeah. Wow. And then the in the last chance Fader Four Way match, it's uh, Fallon Hen- uh, Fallon Henley. Shout to Don. Roxanne Perez. I am a WWE superstar, and I am so happy to be here. I'm going to try so hard. I am not a robot. I am not a robot. Thea Hale. What? She's like 18. (laughs) Thea Hale and Kiana James. Oh, wow. Um, And she's a former NXT Women's Champion, according to Wikipedia. Kiana James is? Yeah. Isn't that a new gimmick for somebody, though? Damn, I've missed a lot. Thea, Thea new- Hale is the she's from that Chase University, but now she's trying to be a you know, I don't know a rule breaker now. I don't know. So, I don't follow it. <sighs> They're trying to do a DX scandal or something with this Chase James crap. My guess is that Roxanne Perez is the last entrance. That's the biggest star in that match I, that I can tell. Uh, but damn. Jesus, man, my God. I can't wait to hear the guys. <laughs> All right. For the guys, the men's iron survivor challenge to determine the number one contender for the NXT championship. We have Dijak. He's still there. Ahead. Yes, he's, he's still there, there still. Yep. What? If if, if you're Dijak, why the fuck are you still there? Like he me. has he has a God. super tan now with a five o'clock shadow and he wears a leather jacket and sunglasses. God damn. Trick uh, Williams. Yeah, that's Carmelo Hayes' uh, hype guy. Whoop yep. that trick. Who, who turned on Hayes. Bump, 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 maybe. Oh, did who he? No, no, no. The storyline is who who did it. And, but, like, Trick Williams is 
accidentally hitting him all the time now. Wait a minute. Oh. Is there a is there a scary mask in the corner when all this is happening? No, that's on dynamite. Um, we'll bring that up in a minute. Uh Josh Briggs. Nope, no idea who that is. Josh Briggs is a former Evolve champion who has been hidden in a tag team in NXT for three years. And now all of a sudden he's in a fucking match for a number one contender to the world title. All right. Yep. 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 Um, uh, Braun Breaker. Hey. He's still down there. I got news for you. He hadn't gotten any better either. And then uh, on. On here, here we go. On on dynamite, uh, dynamite on NXT, <laughs> the last chance fatal four way match in the men's. It's Tyler Bate, Joe Coffee. Right, Tyler Bate. How is he not up yet? Or, yeah, how is he still in NXT? There's rumors of that maybe Bate going up because they're breaking up the brawling brutes. What does oh, that have no. to do with him? <laughs> well, him and him and Butch, him and Butch Could be friends. All right. Yeah. Uh, Joe Coffey. Yeah, Dallas. Oh, Carmelo Hayes. Oh, well. And Eddie Thorpe. Oh, Carmelo Hayes, there's your winner. Yeah, it seems um, to me like Carmelo Hayes would be the obvious one in there. Since Trick is already in the match. Yep. And Braun, I wonder who starts. <laughs> yeah. I hope he they thinks it'll be Trick and Carmelo. That's terrible. Well, I, I don't think... know. I don't. I don't. Think well, no, because going... like if those matches are at least twenty-five minutes, they only have like two-hour shows usually, right? These specials. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, actually, no. And we... they're they've been longer now since they travel for those events now for NXT. They're not in the performance center these these shows. They're in like actual arenas. I think this one's a Lowell Mass or something like that. Well, I don't. Who knows? Because I don't know if Melo, if Carmelo would be part of the match because they've had him lose multiple times. But there, well, that means there he's getting is, a push, Joe. Well, he, he, well, the push could be this because uh, your good, uh, your favorite wrestler, Logan Paul, Booble, he has started a, you know, well, I like since Logan Paul. A, I know you do. Since AEW's doing a tournament, uh, in a way. Uh, WWE will be doing a eight-man tournament to determine the number one contender for uh, the U.S. title. And, and one of the guys Sa- is a mystery NXT guy. Correct. And it's Santos, Dragon Lee, Karen Cross, and they misspelt it in this uh, uh, yeah. article. With the, <laughs> that with the, out. Fuck that guy. <laughs> with a C instead of a K. Uh, Bobby Lashley, Grayson <laughs> Waller, Theory, Owens, and the NXT superstar. And Mello well, was on SmackDown last week, so it's not going to be Owens mm. because spoiler, that's that's Logan Paul's mania opponent. And I like the fans now saying, "Hey, that's we don't like match. we don't they th- that they don't like a heel Bobby Lashley and they just want babyface Lashley now." Uh, I I think it's a good match. I think they'll do good stuff together. Owens and Paul. Yeah. Owens is great at the junk stuff. Paul's not a catch-as-catch-can guy yet. I think they can do well. But, uh, yeah, that is your NXT deadline uh, card. Hmm. I think uh, 
Which match sounds better, the men's or women's Iron Circle? So Iron Survivor Iron. Challenge. If you want, I can read the stat, the rules again. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Which okay. one sounds worse? The women's or the men's? I, like I, it I'm wouldn't just... be fair to say the women because I don't know any of them, so I don't yeah. I don't it, know how like, good they just, are. You just answered it. I say we watch the women's one for sure to, to break down this match on next week's show because the rules sound implausible. We don't can't quite get a grip on it. We need to break this down. Uh, let's do the women's one. Fair. Okay. Fair enough. Because I'm with Booble on the... All right. I'm in. I don't know how I feel. Um, That's not a great card, Bob. I don't even I... know who the main stars in NXT are, so I can't even tell you, are all the big stars represented? Are they not? Like, I could, I can't even tell you. I, I yeah. yeah. The answer is yes. I don't know. Okay. They are in Bridgeport, Connecticut, by the way this show <laughs> hotbed of uh so, wrestling action <laughs> so this i think of hot wrestling you think action vince, I think you think vince will be in attendance <laughs> no vince nah. does not know nxt still exists <laughs> wait hold um, on so, so, did they spell both carrying and cross with a c or just carrying oh, just God, the first one so. just the Damn first it. one so great Damn it. And it and it and it is a like oh. comic comicbooknews.com so like a like a legit source for information and they uh misspelled cross that's fucking so. I mean yeah. that dude is sucks so whatever but Jesus man my God <laughs> I wonder who's not winning the match <laughs> yeah I don't think he'll win the tournament. <laughs> Damn. But Corey, it was such a big deal when he came back, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, for one, <laughs> Mr. thought he'd be a main event. Triple H's first big sighty was bringing back Carrion Cross. And then every week you hear about him, like, oh, yeah, his thing got pulled. Oh, yeah, his thing got pulled. Never Oof. mind. Uh, cut for time. Cut for time. There wasn't anything planned. <laughs> cut for time. I'm trying to figure out why here. he got resigned. He's like a big fucking. Uh, uh, Goddamn fucking uh, Motorhead fan or something like that. Got I mean, if you want a job, you're damn right he is. <laughs> Do they just talk Motorhead in the back and that's how he's employed? They just talk about Pantera while doing arm curls for 90 minutes? Yeah. We're, don't worry. Uh, Alpha Academy is going down to NXT to wrestle. So. Huh. That's all I got for all you. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Corey, you brought up next week's homework, but we got to talk about this week's homework. Oh yes. What's the what oh, is it, Mr. Oh, Booble? Oh, you wanted me to do okay. <laughs> no, or I was gonna send it Booble. Oh, okay. I can do it. So I'll just clarify something real quick. Uh... So, uh last couple of weeks we've been talking about um, you know, really terrible wrestlers best match. And great wrestlers, worst match. So I thought, let's go a weird direction. Because in the process of building stars, uh, they need to get wins. Just you know, no better way to get over than get wins. And to get a lot of those wins, you need to bring in some enhancement talent. Carpenter. Also known as jobbers. It's kind of a rude term, but you know, I like enhancement talent. But 
So I decided, why don't we give uh, a Mount Rushmore, as it were, uh, of enhancement talent? And Corey and I had the exact same thought, where we uh, are going to pick one from each era to be on our mountain. Oh, yeah. So I think we said uh, Federation, New Generation, Attitude Era, and then like the 2000s, basically. Yeah, basically, just the 2000s. Okay. So, Joe, why don't you start? <laughs> okay, thank you. I was going to say thank you. Uh, I you can just pick this, four. I, did, I, I tried to do each era, but I just, I couldn't. Yeah. So, all right. Where do I begin? Um, so, I, I put one on my list, but it's a questionable one because of... John Cena. No. The situation, okay. So I would give. I, no, From no. the Jersey Shore. Yes, sir. No, <laughs> my my first one, and I was bring get it out of the way. I put Flash Funk when he was in WWE. He, he didn't did do anything. So he did job. He was part. I was going to bring this up. Job Squad. I was going to bring this up. Yeah. Because. I saw multiple lists where they listed two cold Scorpio, and I took big exception to that. I took exception. Yeah. I, I'll take exception to that. But when he was in WWF, he didn't do anything. He got his. He got the theme music. I will say it's borderline. I, I think it's okay. My my thought process for this uh, was going to be like, if they won even twenty five percent of their matches, they're not a jobber. And I'm not too sure Flash Funk won 25% of his matches. In WWF. But in like yeah, ECW, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I'm avoiding WCW. Like, this or is WCW. just. Yeah, or WCW. I'm just saying, like, in WWF. As Flash he was Funk. Part, as Flash Funk, he had, a, he had a job squad fucking, you know, faction. Oh, no, he was Scorpio by the time he was flat, their job squad. But yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah, they, they jobbed him over to that one. Um, Another one, uh, Corey's favorite son, uh, Eric Watts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely a jobber. Jesus. Definitely. Definitely and then t- two, two, uh, you know, two, you know, my, these two may be on your list. Or at least one of them will be. Uh, one is Gilberg. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, Barry Horowitz, because Barry Horowitz. I completely ignored Barry Horowitz because I knew he'd be on one, if not both, your lists. Yeah. So I didn't even consider him. It was either him or Scott Putsky. Oh, my God. Jobber for life. (laughs) So, Corey, let's think about this while Joe's giving his list. Yeah. Uh, Why don't we each give ours, like, Pereira? So we'll do Fad and Aiden. Like that? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Why don't you go first? Uh, Sure, I'll go first. Okay. I wonder if we're going to have some of the same here. <clears throat> so for my Federation era uh, jobber, I went with Leaping Lanny Poffo. That's a good pick. Yep, that's definitely a good pick. I thought of him, but I thought once someone might grab him, so I went someone else. Uh, but Leaping Lanny Poffo, he probably deserved more than that, but he was definitely enhancement talent in WWE. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I went with Iron Mike Sharp. Oh, that was... It was a popular pick on some of the lists I saw. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was great. Plus, he was a weirdo. He, he was one of those clean <laughs> freaks. 
he would like get in the shower and then just keep showering to be clean. And one time they shut the building down. He was still in the shower. <laughs> and he worked like the opening match. Uh, it's, it's weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> Forever unclean. Uh, All right. So, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you here, Corey, as we're doing this. Um, what is each of their best matches? Ooh, well, Lanny Poffo was a pretty good wrestler in his own right, and he had a cage match with Ronnie Garvin in his dad's outlaw mud show ICW promotion. <laughs> um, it was literally an outlaw mud show uh, opposite Jarrett's Memphis. Um, plus, he had multiple matches with his brother, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage in that company. Yep. Uh, they were all very good. And, of course, the tag team of the of Savage and Poffo at Memphis was great. And if nothing else, Lenny Poffo will always be my favorite for that non-PC Memphis promo where he <laughs> he said, what do uh, the Rock and Roll – or what do the – what does uh, the Poffos and, and uh, AIDS have in common? They turn fruits into vegetables. Jesus, dude. Oh, yes. So on PC. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Iron Mike Sharp was a was actually a really talented uh, collegiate and professional wrestler. Um, best match I've ever seen of him, believe it or not, uh, is probably because I haven't seen a lot of his like Georgia or uh, territory wrestling stuff. But a WWF, I think it was Boston Garden in like 1986. Him and Late 86, early 87, maybe. Him and Coco Beware had a just a it had no right to be any good, but it ended up being a really good little house show match. <laughs> like, if you had rolled up to that building and you got IR Mike Sharps, Coco Beware, would you have stayed? <laughs> I'd have been like, well, that could be my fucking bathroom break match or something, but then it ended up being fucking good. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, New Gen's next. You want to go first on this one? Yes. And uh, ooh, this is so unfortunate. Uh, this guy, he, he's absolutely a no-name, okay? He's enhancement talent all the way through. A uh-huh. thousand percent. Not sure he ever won a match, period, let alone on TV. He did enhancement work in Memphis in the late 80s and early 90s. But he was a, but he was a mainstay on WWF TV in 93, 94, 95 whether it be Raw, Superstars, Challenge, doing job work to whoever the fuck they wanted to push. And his name, and it's a legit name, I shit you not, his name is Ken Raper. Hmm. Was he Ken Nuff? No. you think you'd change the last name. you think. It's a gimmick sport. Just change your name. Um, it's unfortunate. That was his actual name. Wow. Mm, I disowned my parents. <laughs> that's that's unfortunate. Uh, did he have a good match, Corey? <laughs> uh, he was... Uh, no. <laughs> he wasn't god-awful, but he did. there was no standby matches. Like He was purely enhancement. That's fantastic. I mean, it's fucking good work which if you means, can get it, man. <laughs> which I take it back, which means there's probably a really good Razor and Bone squash because Razor would just squash those fucking jabrones. That's fair. That's fair. 
So mine uh, is a little disappointing because uh, Joe already took it, but uh, Barry Horowitz because Barry Horowitz. Makes all the sense in the world. I couldn't pass out the joke. <laughs> ja- Barry Horowitz, an underrated wrestler who went by the name Jack Hart in most territories before he got to WWE. Um, and in fact, um, in Georgia, or was it Georgia or somewhere else, in early 1980, Bret Hart, had to change his name to some other B word. I can't remember. <laughs> God knows. I hope it wasn't Bruce. But uh, he had to change his name because Jack Hart was wrestling as Bret Hart in Georgia. So when Bret oh came God. in, he had to oh use a God. different name. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it was Bruce Hart. I hope so too. Joe's a big Bruce Hart fan. The biggest. He's the, he's the best one. So for the, he had he had the he had the most heart. <laughs> for the attitude era, I have two because I couldn't decide. All right. Uh their teams. Ooh. I went with Ty and Ty. Yep. And the Mean Street Posse. There you go. See, I, was... I thought about putting the posse on mine. I really did. I I'm like rewatching them, they were great. Shot the peak gas, dude. That dude could work. I was going to go Funaki all the way. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, but I thought you might. So I have a standby that you will under- appreciate. I'm not sure Joe will know who the fuck we're talking about. But it's on the other side, down south in Atlanta, uh-huh. the Gambler. Gambler. Remember that dude? I do. He would come out with a deck of cards and fucking just throw them at the crowd and shit. Bigger fan of the Mauler, but... There you go, the Mauler. <laughs> I also I also considered a tag team of disorderly conduct. Remember the oh, there it is, Tom and Mean Mike. There it is, a high voltage. Yes. <laughs> well, they are tag team champions. Remember? Oh, well, one, one was. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. So my next one for the two thousands. It's controversial. And I will tell you, Corey, that by your criteria earlier, this person does not fit. Okay. But I want you to really think about it. This person had some success. They did. It's undeniable. But for the bulk of their career, they didn't mean fuck off or anything. All right. I'm intrigued. It used to, it used to matter when you beat them, and then it stopped mattering at all because everybody beat them. I'm going Dolph Ziggler. Yep. I knew it. I was going to say, this sounds like Ziggy. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, you know what? It's tough to argue, though. Like, I know by my own criteria, you couldn't call him a jobber. But Multiple titles and tough. all that shit, but fuck, dude. It's tough to go against it because they ran him into the fucking ground. <laughs> Badly. For 15 years, dude. He got as high as a... I see title rather he world champion maybe once, I don't remember, but he just took L's on every had, fucking show. He had one of the biggest pops for a uh, cash in. And then when what he, happened? So did Zack Ryder. And then and then nothing. And then nothing. Speaking of Zack Ryder. My I'm pick for the two thousands is actually <laughs> Zack Ryder adjacent. Ooh. I'm gonna go Kurt Hawkins. Good old Brian oh, okay. Meyer. Okay, so I asked little bitch for his answer. That's who he gave. Yeah. Yeah, he said yep. Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. 
easily the more talented of the two, but Zack Ryder had the more uh, charisma. charisma. And the... Shot the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but between the two, Kurt Hawkins or Brian Myers, as he is now in Impact, easily the better worker. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's my pick. And before we get out of here, I came across a name, Corey. Yeah. And Joe, you're going to like this name. This might become your new gimmick, to be honest. Mm. I'm going to need you to tell me who the fuck this is. Uh, Pork Chop Cash. Pork Chop Cash. <laughs> oh, Lordy. He is an African-American <laughs> uh, wrestler from the 70s and 80s. You don't say. Worked in the territories. You didn't see him in no WWF matches that I know of. You might have seen him every once in a great while sporadically on Turner for TB on for Crockett and or WCW in like 88, 89, maybe. Although I, I doubt that either. Yeah, he was just a journeyman wrestler in the South. Oh, chop cash. Like great name. Great fucking name. Phenomenal fucking name. Oh my god. So I know we have a homework for uh next week for the Iron Women's Iron Survivor. Yeah, we need to try to we need to try to unravel the fucking rules of the match as we watch it. Yes, we we should. But I have an idea for a Rushmore. Yeah, because a lot of these, you know, jobbers. Mount like, Rushmore of mountains. Uh, yeah, uh, I was like, you know, <laughs> you, I don't think you're a jobber, but we should do comedic wrestlers. Okay. Guys who tickle your funny bone. Tickle your funny bone. Yep. Tickle your funny pickle. You I can did, do. I was. I was gonna add the Blanchers to my jobber list, but. How dare terrible. you? <laughs> Got him. Blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, we can do comedic. Okay. There's tons of them. Yeah. So it's just the fun time of uh, you know, your four. Joe, you comedic cannot put Santino four times. Damn it! Well, okay. there's there's Santina, so there's two. Yes, there's two. Yeah. And then what's his name in Impact? Uh, well, actually, yeah, it's Santino uh, Morello. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> what, a, what a plot twist! Oh my God! So this came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, did you know that? So the PWI does like their year-end awards or whatever. People get submit their ballots. Somebody yeah. listed him as comeback wrestler of the year. Wow. That checks out. You <laughs> know, I don't know. You know. Although he's got also, heat with me. Oh. Santino's got heat with me. Why? He did just bring Kozlov into a fucking impact. You, you don't like Kozlov? No. That's why he's got heat with me. Fucking, why are you bringing Kozlov back into our fucking world? He hadn't wrestled in like 11 years. And and Santino's daughter's in NXT, so. Next he'll bring back so. Ezekiel Jackson? What are we doing here? And it's what oh, you should call domination. domination. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that both of you do that is hilarious. Yep. Well, yeah. Fucking El Jefe imprinted it on us for yes, multiple years. Oh my god. That was his theme music for uh, WWE 2K. Jesus. He, yeah. yeah. He'd, it, fucking hey, yeah. It. He'd fucking hum it out on the floor at the job. <laughs> yeah. In, uh, the computer area. And he'd be too cocky when he walked in, like, hey, what's up, guys? And it's like, oh, he's humming it again. Yeah. Shoulders broad, well, you know, Vince McMahon strut, you know. 
You know, I'm fine with him humming it if he hums it while he fucking figures out what's going on with Okada. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Find out for us. Yeah, do some research, El Jefe. You're on fucking assignment. Find out if... Another reason... I I forgot to mention this. Another reason I was doubtful he'd come over here is because his wife is like a model and fucking voice actress that's pretty well-known in Japan. But you never know. I do know that you should get your uh, tickets for The Shining and Pow Pro Wrestling at powprowrestling.com or the eugeneartouse.com forward slash movies forward slash The Shining for The Shining. You can also go to nosoentertainment.com where you can find everything we do for you. No, for, uh, what was I going to say? My brain hurts. Oh, yeah, nosoentertainment.com where you find POW Pro Wrestling tickets. You can also find us all on the social medias, on the Facebook, the Twitter, X, whatever it's called, Instagram, and Discord. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.